when you see a crappy number, you're like, okay, so what was the content? And then what was the creative? And then, you know, what was the, the copy of the ad? And then yeah. what was the audience that we targeted? And, um, and there, there, you know, there's times where you realize that, okay, you, you got something wrong and it's obvious and that's good. But then sometimes you're like, uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. And when, when you're not sure, I think, you know, it probably means that maybe the content is average. That, you know, you use like the normal channels Great. that everybody's using. So the channels are you know, saturated. Welcome to the French Tech Asia Pacific Podcast. I'm your host, Nikolai. This is the very first installment of a new series that we'll be testing here on the French Tech Podcast. The Brown Bag Sessions. Episodes that aren't structured interviews, but rather recordings of conversations with daily practitioners in certain areas of expertise. In this series on marketing and growth in Asia, Thibaut Briere and myself, both seasoned in the ways of marketing and growth for startups and large corporations, will discuss the challenges, opportunities, and best strategies for marketing in Southeast Asia. We'll discuss market trends, marketing campaigns that we particularly like, or dislike, and share insights from our lives as marketing practitioners. Now, contrary to the regular episodes, you might hear some background noise on this one. Don't worry about it, it's completely normal. It's because we're recording these episodes while grabbing a coffee or having lunch in our place of work, a co-working here in the heart of Singapore. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, feel free to reach out on hello at frenchtechpodcast.com. Yeah, so it's very diverse. The markets are very different. The cultures are very different. You have to think globally of the region as a whole, right? Even though you're acting locally. Yeah. So that I think that's a challenge in terms of marketing, especially. I mean, if uh, so, we're here in Singapore, and I talk a lot to startups. If you're a startup, so by definition, you don't have a lot of resources and you know and finances. And if you're here in Singapore. It's um you know the market here is too small so all of the startups are here to expand across Southeast Asia. But the way to do this is going to be that's going to be very hard because precisely if you want to go to Thailand or Vietnam or uh, Malaysia all of this is different. So uh, and you know in some countries you can use English in some other you have to you're going to have to translate. Uh, if you want to use a social network you know in Thailand you're going to have Line. If you go to Vietnam, it's going to be WhatsApp. So the all of the the channels are different. The the, the expectations are different. The codes are different. Um, so I think you need to be prepared to test and do a lot of testing before you actually make a decision. Okay, we're going to Indonesia or we're going to um, you know to Vietnam or whatever. And and I've heard some guy. He was in e-commerce. Yeah. Um, can't remember. Maybe anyway. Um, so he was he was uh, explaining how how he went about expanding in Southeast Asia, and he said we picked a very small market for us. You know, small, not very huge, no, not very big, not important. So we 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 could fail. It wasn't a big problem, and then we chose a, f- a very big one. And he said the so the big one to was just to um, make sure that we would be able to show to our boss that we were playing with a big vision in mind, right? So if we make it right, 
we can win big. Uh, and the small one was the one where they did all the testing. So they did, they, they, they tried, you know, everything, every sort of tactics, every sort of ads and stuff. Um, and I think it was a pretty good approach, right? You choose your markets. And it was really yeah. recommending two max at first. And the purpose is to understand, you know, what, what you're understanding from these markets. What works, what doesn't. Start with a small to, you know, crash it all, crash test all of your ideas. And then start to replicate them in different market. That's the big one yeah. where you're really monitoring the the revenue you're making, and that's to you know sort of validate and be able to show some traction and big numbers. So um, and so it's yeah. good because it also gives you a lot of learnings, right? If you do this sort of, you have these two markets at the same time, you can test what works in one, what doesn't work in the other. Yeah. If you do that early on, it allows you to to quickly identify what it's better to avoid or what's better to do in one market versus another. Yeah. 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 And I remember, you know, being at, at companies where in Europe there were sometimes the discussions about, you know, uh, how do we adapt from, you know, Spain to France, for instance. And the end yeah. of the discussion yeah, was yeah. like, well, let's, you, you know what, guys, let's just not adapt anything, you know. We're going to yeah. we, we, we're gonna use English and the messaging is going to be, you know, the same. So, and you can afford to do that in, in uh, Europe. I think in Asia it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. So I, you I have to test yeah. constantly, and especially if you if you're a startup. Um, I think the the whole expansion plan it has to start with okay. So let's just pick one or two markets we want to uh, we want to test, and we will use them to test. And and the whole plan is, um, you know, you plan a budget that you know is going to go to waste, but you want to plan, you know, yeah. the, what what language do we do we use what. You know what works, what doesn't, uh, what are the channels? So yeah, so I think that that's what's you know. There's a lot of there's a lot of interesting challenges in there. Yeah, especially for yeah. especially for companies coming into Asia from Europe who haven't operated here before, who haven't gone through that marketing growth strategy here before. And I think yeah. these are topics that we're going to be discussing uh, in future conversations. We're going to take deep dives into each yeah, of these things yeah. uh, because you you know it's just there's so many things to say on each single one of these points. Um, yeah. f for today, I wanted to run something by you that I saw here in Singapore that I thought was really interesting. I don't know if you've seen these signs, but in the MRT, which is the Singaporean uh, subway, um, they have these giant ads now where basically they're selling ad space on buses, on walls and stuff, and they, and they have like text saying, unfortunately, you can't swipe me away. Yeah, yeah. Right? I'm not digital. I'm a physical ad, and we. I have a an engaged audience. It's yeah, this yeah, big. Yeah. It's all the people taking the metro. Like the, the the ones I see three. I have uh, like three million followers. Right. Every day, yeah. Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I thought it was a very f interesting take on it. So I'm I'm coming from the the B two B side of things. I'm always very cautious with advertising because um, it's uh, you know it's something that you need to investigate, but. Uh, you can burn a lot of money with that. If you're in SaaS, you know, that can work because at least you can measure. But there's a lot of businesses where you don't really, you know, advertising is going to be used for branding and, and then we don't really measure. And uh, and uh, so anyway, it can be a real huge waste of money. So I sort of like this, you know, moving away from the, the saturation, the, the ad saturation that we see online. And um, yeah, and coming back to uh, something that's more, you know, that's less intrusive. Yeah. Just a display on the wall, and you know, you look at it or not, but uh, by definition, you know that it's, you know, the ad is here, 
even if there's nobody. Mm, yeah. Uh, whereas on the online world, it's like, okay, I'm building an ad, and then I'm going to try to put it, you know, everywhere and put it in front of everybody's eyes. So, uh, I, r I really like what you just said about, about saturation, because basically there's two situations, right? Like either you're completely blocked from all possible ads, so like if you live in a browser and you have all the, all the ad blockers, that kind of stuff, you have a very limited ecosystem, you might not be exposed to ads anymore, or you're just completely saturated. And in both cases, you might be very receptive when you're just out there in the world zoning out a little bit and looking in front of you and, you know, looking around and seeing these kinds of ads. It also com comes down to the fact that there's a lot of crappy ads. I don't, I don't think they're very relevant. I don't think the, the whole team behind that, you know, spent a lot of time about, okay, so we will be interrupting someone in the middle of doing something. So how do we, how do, we do it in a smart way so that... Uh, and there's only two ways you can do that. You know, either people listen yeah. with to, to whatever you have to say, if you educate them or if you entertain them. So if you do these, and if you do it, you know, in an ad that makes sense, that, you know, that's fine. But, uh, but there's a lot it. of ads that are just, yeah. they're, they're, they're just like a utility. You don't care. You see a very basic creative that's not different from anything else. Uh, very basic copywriting. Um, and, you know, there's many cases where you click on the ad and you're going to, you know, you're not even sure what's going to happen. Uh, and you're going to go to a landing page that has nothing to do in terms of right. visuals and the copy. So you're not sure where you're going. And so you're sitting there like, oh, where, where am I? Right? What am I doing here? Yeah, exactly. Don't even know. Yeah. And then you have this chatbot. You're not even able to read what's going on on the landing page. And you have this chatbot you're asking you, how can right. I help? Yeah. Right. So I think there's something... Um, Yeah, I mean, ads can be really fun, but you have to be creative. And I think right now there's, uh, there's uh, this saturation. Uh, I mean, the ad industry is probably responsible for the, the situation where yeah. uh, if you do a lot of, you know, average things, well, it's just average. Well, that's exactly it, right? We're saturated with average or below average content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of people, they're just pushing out content pushing out ads right and if it doesn't work it's the market's fault yeah right or it's the marketer's fault but the content is just not good when you design an ad and you know especially from a from a b2b from a b2b point of view you put a lot of time and energy in the in the content and not so much in the audience i think yeah from my experience uh at least in the tech industry And so sometimes you forget, you, you don't spend enough time on the audience. So you, you can have a great content. Yes. But the point is, a great content it doesn't mean anything. It has to match with the audience. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not great, right? Yeah, yeah. Just something that's great for you, that you like looking at. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, so I think, yeah, I remember when we, you know, when I used to analyze uh, campaigns results for, you know, like you know, big corporates, you're, you know, When you see a crappy number, you're like, okay, so what was the content? And then what was the creative? And then, you know, what was the, the copy of the ad? And then yeah. what was the audience that we targeted? And, um, and there's, there, you know, there's times where you realize that, okay, you, you got something wrong and it's obvious and that's good to realize it, you know, uh, as easily. But then sometimes you're like, uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. And when, when you're not sure, I think, you know, it probably means that maybe the content is average that you know you use like the normal channels Great. that everybody's using so the channels are you know saturated and you're reaching out to an audience that 
you know, in the tech industry, you have this concept of the IT buyer. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, which, yeah. which, you know, we sort of know, I mean, it's, it's just too broad now because any company has an IT buyer. It doesn't mean anything anymore. It's, it's yeah. become completely... It's just too broad. Yeah. So, so if you should target the IT buyers, yep. uh, you have to, you know, it doesn't work. You have to go deeper than that. So, um, so the would average work yeah. in terms of content, average work in terms of choosing the right audience and not going the extra amount, okay, but, you know, who's the IT buyer? Where does he live? And we're in, I don't know, we're in retail, for instance, so the IT buyer in retail, we, what, what, what are the specifics? Yeah. So all these things, um, yeah. I mean, that's what I love about uh, marketing in general. And, um, and I think here in Asia, again, to the point earlier, it's you have to, uh, and probably also because, you know, not being Asian, I sort of, you know, put myself into this yeah. position where I have to learn everything. So, um, you know, if you tell me about Thailand, you know, my brain's going to go, okay, uh, well, let's try to first learn as much as I can about Thailand and, the, you know, who buys, how they buy, you know, where they buy, what channels, etc. So, yeah, but that's the job. That's the, that's job, the job of marketing. That's so, the uh, challenge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Many things to discuss. So, what we're going to be doing over the next couple of installments next couple of months we're going to be talk, uh, talking about all of these issues as well as marketing campaigns that we run into that we really really like marketing yeah. strategies that we run into that we really, really like or marketing strategies that we've seen elsewhere in the west that we think might or might not work here and we'll discuss why and we'll also be talking about some market trends and some stuff that's going on here in, uh, in southeast asia so definitely stay tuned for that, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, and by the way, if you'd like us to um, uh, talk about whatever campaigns that you guys have seen, just um, you know, reach out to us and send us some info, and um, and we'll uh, we'll torture it. Absolutely, you can reach out uh, out to us at hello at frenchtechpodcast.com. Send us your campaign, send us your strategy, so we can talk about it live on the air and give you some some real feedback. Like what you heard? Want to go deeper? Reach out to us for one of our free growth brainstorming sessions. Thibaut and I are launching an initiative called Brown Bag Whiteboard, where companies invite us into their office and feed us lunch in exchange for an hour of our time, during which we freely put our brains at your disposal to help you face your toughest marketing and growth challenges. Sounds good? Reach out on hello at frenchtechpodcast.com. Talk soon.